Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Whoa! Sorry. Whoa, you need to respect your elders and respect fandom history. If you want to respect fandom history, respect Kirk and Spock. They still don't like you. You kind of tan. I can't even talk about this for much longer. No, this is actually really... I feel sick. live okay so many things have been happening okay i don't know when this episode's coming out but today is october 6th yeah and if you don't know our flag means death came back october 5th october 5th at midnight however we We had a watching party (laughs) last night that's right with all our friends Mm -hmm. And by all our friends, we mean Esty and Kelsey. Yes, fans of the show. Esty and Kelsey. Um, um, I don't even know where... I don't. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Fangirl Central. Okay, yeah, let's not do that again, because uh, we honestly forgot to introduce ourselves. Honestly, <laughs> a lot of after some point, like it's going to have to be the fact that you're either going to jump in with us or you're not going to... Yeah. Like, I'm Amanda. And I'm Amber. Get ready to hear me. This is my voice. This is Amanda's voice. And this is Amber's voice. Testing. Amanda is the pink one. Amber's the purple sister. So if you want to... This is also... Can I just say... It's really confusing that we just said... uh, We just talked in the third person after introducing ourselves. Like, that's going to throw people off immediately. Well, I'm just saying, like, (laughs) this is how you say my name, and it's Amanda, and this is how Amanda says it. Um, Girl, who said says Amanda differently is one of the most popular 90 days. Girl, I just want them to know, because when I start wa- listening to a new podcast, I'm like, who is that? Like, which one is which? Like, I- I'm getting lost. My name is spelled Amber. It's pronounced Ambra. Amber, shut up. <laughs> this is also, this is a this is a big moment because this is our, this is our second Girl, episode in our new studio, but the first with our little fancy cameras. Hey, okay, and let's wave. Hi, guys. Hi guys, and um, hello Rachel. Hey Rachel, that's our editor. Um, um, wow, we just talked at the same time. You would think that we're sisters or something. Yeah, honestly, um, we didn't even speak. We pa- we paused. Well, so th- this episode is about being how being a fangirl is central to your identity. Even though I am non-binary, this podcast we're figuring out gender stuff. Mm-hmm. I still use fangirl. We still use sisters. Mm-hmm. This is how we. This is us. This is real. Can't ignore it. Breaking out. Free. Constantly going forward. How about someone don't braces me? And that's from that's Barbie Sky Diaries. Sky Sweetenham from Barbie Diaries. That's Sky Sweetenham? It's Sky Sweetenham. Please don't forget. And everybody. No, I never forgot because I never knew that. No, yes, you did because. No. You know, yes, you did because on the DVD, and I have my DVD booklets here for later. Um, 
on the DVD, there's a music video of her like singing with her little pink guitar. You're, you're right. Sky Sweetnam is the voice of like a lot of our childhood. I want to say that if you have not heard it, everyone go listen to Tangled Up in Me by Sky Sweetnam. I listened to it a lot driving to work. And tangled up in me. She says, she says, what does she say? She goes, I'm the one <laughs> honking. She goes, I'm the one that's honking at you because I left late again. It's a rock. And I'm like, it's that's, a, she's I don't a rock. Honk. She's a rock star and she's like, but she does I like screamo late. music now mm-hmm. or like hard, 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 mar- hard Yeah, metal. in Texas. I had such a big crush on her. Like I was like so obsessed with her. We're getting off track. Me too. Yes. Wait. Yeah, same. She's also Buzz on Maggie. Anyways, um, she, theme song. Theme song. Theme song. Uh, she didn't I'm play it, the original. I'm, uh, I'm predictable. I'm nearly irresistible, and I don't even try. Wow, me. I'm easily excitable, and sometimes, sometimes I'm unreliable, and sometimes unreliable. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me why. Why? I really, I really related to that. Me too. Oh, she was like just like some some wild like weird girl. She and, was. Like, I like. There's like this Tumblr post that's like weird girls are the backbone of society. Yeah. And I would like to have a moment of silence for that. It's true. Jumping right along. Um, Our Flag Means Death came back and I have been losing my mind cuckoo bananas mm-hmm. um, over it for the last year and a half. Right. As a backstory. I have been, I've dressed as Blackbeard three separate occasions once was at Comic-Con 2022, once was at Klexicon 2022, and I won the costume contest. And when they asked me what was the inspiration behind this costume, I said, gender envy. And everyone cheered. And now that sounds like a fake story that somebody would post on Tumblr, but it did happen. <laughs> and the third time was at Comic-Con 2023, where I was Barbie Blackbeard, because I had this hair, and it does kind of look like his hair if it was pink and a little longer. And Amber was my handler. And she, I literally and everybody was your on handler. Because people kept asking for photos, and I was like, oh, "Yes." And she was vi- filming me. She was like, she was getting all the angles. She was filming oh. my interactions with people, and people also thought she was dressed as Barbie. They were like, "So you're just Barbie?" I just had, I just had purple hair and a purple skirt on, and people just thought I looked like Barbie. Okay, because you did. Thank you. And um, it was Barbie season. It was like the weekend Barbie came out. So I've been waiting for Our Flag Means Death for a year and a half. Amber just binged it all this week. Yeah. Okay. Like finished and binging it the day before it came I out. I want to say, hold on. I know I'm fidgeting a lot for any of our viewers. My my back hurts, but also, <laughs> also I'm trying to like make sure that I shut up. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that I'm at the mic and not, but I also, it's so high up that I can't see you. And I also like, I'm trying to be, you literally can see me. I'm looking right at you. No, I know, but just because I, I adjusted yes, it down. Yes. I, but I also, maybe my obscure, I, I'm, I'm obstructing my vision because I'm wearing sunglasses for some reason. Um, <laughs> there's just a lot going on. We're in the studio. It, we're still fresh to it. It's a new home. It is. Um, we're still trying to get it decorated as well. Sorry to go off topic one more time, but let's get back into fe- Our Flag Means Death. I did just watch it in full this past week. Mm. I have seen the first episode and a half I want to say like maybe like five different times good god because with shows that I'm suggested to watch I will try but I just find myself getting distracted so easily me too and so it really takes it's a lot of false starts the the vibe has to catch you yes like you it's really hard to catch the vibe of a new show that someone's been that you didn't, that you. you didn't want that you didn't stumble upon yourself like you didn't yeah. have like a per- personal connection to like oh it was just on the main page and I just clicked it or like I wanted to watch this because of this actor or this or because it's gay or because of whatever yeah like so right. I I I I agree like it, I feel like it happens with our suggestions to each other mm-hmm. and like, a lot yeah that and just a lot of friends is just kind of like okay it's on my list. But but my brain and my heart have to be in because my brain and my heart to that my brain and my heart when it when they need when they need to watch something of sub of like just like something like an escape which yeah. maybe that that show that was a suggestion could become right it's gonna go to an old escape like sorry I'm about to go watch um, Degrassi and yeah and I'm gonna go watch Doctor Who is yeah. that your leg yeah it is okay and it's not I just wanted to make sure no yeah no cords are being wrecked <laughs> but. It's not anything personal. But anyways, all that to say, it wasn't anything personal. It's not anything personal that this person suggesting it. And it also doesn't mean that the show's bad. Like, Our Flag means a good show. Actually, great writing. And I'll get into it it's in a second. So good. But I just kept on 
not paying attention. So I kept on having to yeah. rewind. I was like, whatever, we'll try again. And later. I always say to people, you have to get to the fourth episode. Like, because you have to get to where, sorry, Blackbeard is there. And I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. I don't know if you should like, be doing that. Because, no, because everybody, fine. everybody's like, everybody's like, what is the point of this? And I'm like, well, when you, it's, it's the first three episodes of Our Flag Means Death are something that when you go back and rewatch it. It is a what is the point is. is this? It is because I'm, it's like, it's like, because it's, like, but it's also like so good because you're just getting vibes of the, it's character, it's development. It's a slow It's burn. just development. It's a it's slow, slow burn. Because it's Steed's it's, story. Like we're seeing his backstory, why he became a pirate and then all these goofy people mm-hmm. and like it's ju- it's just so good I feel like people are so used to like I'm jumping into this and like every story point has to happen immediately or I'm gonna lose interest mm-hmm. because of our like lo- like shortened attention spans or whatever which right. I have like I'm like is that real or I uh, I'm like we can have attention spans as long as we want if you just want it if you can dedicate it to and I think it's a it's a return to slow burn mm. and it's a return to like character growth and actual development where I'm like yes that character is doing that. It reminds me of Avatar the Last Airbender. How Ooh. it was slow. It was yeah, slow. The first five episodes of Avatar are like hard it's to just, watch yeah. and get into. Yeah, when you first start it. But okay, yes. So it was a slow burn. I want to call back to when you said your story at Clexicon. Mm-hmm. Gender. Envy. Envy. That story hits me differently now that I've watched it. Like, I'm like, oh. Mm. Oh. oh. Like that. Oh. Like, I'm. Oh. <laughs> Amber. <laughs> <laughs> Amber. <laughs> Explain what you mean. <laughs> Explain what you mean. Blackbeard makes me, Edward makes me so sad. <laughs> Ow. Okay, that really hurt me. I just got triggered. Blackbeard makes, Edward, Edward, Edward makes me so sad. That little boy makes me so sad. Me, that me part too. makes me so sad. He is, oh, he's a monster. But he makes me so sad. He's not a monster. I know that's really a sensitive topic. But like, no, but he, he does is monstrous a monster. He's things. the Kraken. He's fucking the Kraken. Like, he, Okay, it's characters like Edward Teach and sorry Crowley from Good Omens that that literally like make me feel like I'm like I'm going insane because I relate to both of them so much being Mm -hmm. like misunderstood and also characters like the doctor Mm -hmm. like being misunderstood and like being unable to express your emotions Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. I feel I relate to that too for people that that people can understand you Mm -hmm. And, and then also like not understanding how to cope with your like really strong emotions Mm -hmm. and it can like be at the detriment of your friends Mm -hmm. who just want to help you Mm -hmm. but you're like this dark monster and you're like no one will ever understand my darkness and it's like we're all human beings we all feel the same things like someone will understand yes I was just thinking about this today like not to get too therapy up on here but you know what that's that's what media is sorry media consumption oop maybe the last the later topic but we are talking about media consumption and the and the blurred lines but continue and also the art uh archive of our own shipping bracket we are that's our topic of today so put a pin in that to say okay so one I was thinking earlier today I was like I do I'm so I'm a st- I'm stubborn in the in the way that I like to sit in my sadness. Mm. Like not everything, mm. but if I have figured out like oh this is shitty and I'm very upset about it. I will sit in it and I have to be really dramatic about it. Yeah. Even with my friends being like it's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm like literally sh- no, it like no, it is. You like, need to no. like no, it is. <laughs> like no, it isn't. Like no, like, like how? What do you? How do you know that? Not even how do you know that? But it's like it's not okay. No, maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it will tomorrow. Maybe in thirty minutes. But it isn't. It's not. Right it isn't. Now. And I'm so stubborn that I like just listen to me and know that I'm right. That it's going terribly. Right. Every, all the conditions are bad. And then you just have to kind of like. And get, then you just have to get you, over it. Yeah, and then, but it's so crazy because what, as soon as I'm like over it, I'm like, whoops, they were right. Like, it is going to yes. be okay. Like, and that's why I, wa- I, mean, I can't say, I don't want to say any spoilers because it is so fresh, but like, that's why watching Our Flag Means Death, like the news, the new episodes, I was like, boy, boy, please. Like, you can please sit in it, but stop being a menace. Like, like such a menace. And I know that. I am a menace when I'm when I am like in in whatever state I'm talking about. Whatever if there's a situation going on, I know 
I know what your hand might be blocking your head. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought you'd be like, you remember we're being recorded. I was like, yes, bitch. I'm about to be <laughs> loud. People can hear us. You need to be like, <laughs> just make sure. <laughs> what was I saying? You are a menace. And I know I'm a menace. Like I know I'm a menace. Like I have my own version of like going on to navy ships and killing every white man around. Like right. I have my own like version of that, yeah. but. When I'm watching this show, I'm like, you don't need to be murdering folk. Please no. just be upset and be really upset. Cry. Like, oh, God, when he's crying, I'm like, you know what? Just cry. Just cry really hard. Cry so hard right now and don't leave that corner until you're done. But don't go out there and throw people off a fucking bow. And it's so awful because that's the only way. That's how he's been raised. Exactly. Like, his youth and, like, his coming of age was dealing with emotions mm-hmm. through murdering people and that it's like a it's like an it's like an exaggerated version of like toxic masculinity where like you can only get your emotions out through anger Mm -hmm. and it's just like pushed to the extreme which that's why i love like high fantasy and genre Mm. and like like, high stakes like um what's it called high concept because it's piracy and so it's not really like fantasy like pirating did happen but it's a fantasy version of piracy Mm -hmm. because did none of these people do any of it like these people were not like uh, some of these people were not alive at the same time like it's historically inaccurate but mm -hmm. it's like it's easier to make sense of things when it's so dramatized like honestly yes like even the line where he was like you were you were gonna have me killed what's his wife's name Mary Mm -hmm. Mary goes is it really that much more dramatic than you running off to become a pirate And it's like no one in this show can ask ask anything from the from the base that they have common sense and the other character doesn't because the show is insane. No, and I love that because I was like, yeah, she's right. Like, yeah, it's crazy that she's gonna have a husband killed, but you ran off thinking you was gonna become a pirate. Exactly. Like, I feel two things. I feel like the other day we were talking to somebody about like how. Like, I, I have a lot of friends that don't like fantasy and sci-fi, and I completely understand, because they, like, can't buy into it. Mm-hmm. they like, okay, but it's not real. Mm-hmm. And th- that at a fundamental level, it's like, I want these stories to reflect my reality. That's mm-hmm. how I feel seen, and I completely understand that, because half the time, that's also how I feel seen. I really love, I think I love the extremes, where it's, like, brutally real, mm-hmm. or it's, like, completely camp, satire, high-concept high fantasy sci-fi, because at those extremes, and especially within, like, the fantasy sci-fi genre stuff it's like this is not my life but it is my emotions and it's helping me understand my emotions exactly. because it's so intense like no, exactly. when the doctor is like going through a life or deficit situation his lack of emotional like awareness is like literally life or death and the companion can fill that in it's mm. like oh that's what my friends do for me like mm-hmm. like when I feel misunderstood or like when I don't understand the emotional stakes of a situation that's what the people around me can like that's that's why the people in my I have the people like I just understand myself and my relationships more because yeah. of these like high concept exactly. things like that's why when we were watching when we were watching Blackbeard we were watching his the revenge crew yeah. try and be like dude Wait, dude, like remember that you have come you had come so far. And then also like when he spoiler Yeah, we're gonna do spoilers from here. Yeah, on we now. should just do it. Yeah, okay. When he shot um what's his what's his name? Izzy. When he shot Izzy, right. His, she just watched it this week. Uh, be nice. Be nice. Please don't be mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but when he shot Izzy and and then he was like, go, go, go kill him. Somebody was like, I think it was um Jim. They go, he was your friend. Yeah. And so mad. Jim was so mad. Like, they were like, you were, he was your friend. And, and I, I it kind of reminded me, like, I was like, ugh, I do really like to sit and fester in my loneliness mm-hmm. and mean to my loved ones. Mm-hmm. And I really have to pluck myself out of that and be like, this is hurting your loved ones. Because, I mean, I've been on the other side where a loved one has been in isolation just because of whatever's going on in their life or they are insulting themselves or whatever it is. And I'm kind of like... I'll make it about myself and I'm like you're insulting you're insulting my loved one you're insulting my friend mm-hmm. and you're also kind of insulting my judgment because I love you <laughs> and you're saying that I fucking shouldn't like you're saying that you're a piece of trash and you don't like whatever it right. is and I'm like oh I do the same thing and so it's just kind of like perspective you gotta have perspective when you get low 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 like Blackbeard thought no one cared he, yeah. he got that low because he convinced himself yeah. that no one cared and it wasn't he was not worth it right he, because there was no one that he was like not worth it so like there was no one that he was hurting by hurting himself right which is so crazy and also please remember what you're just gonna say also this is a little bit of a trigger warning but everything that he was doing on the boat was like 
he he wasn't suicidal. He was having suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, you won't do it. You're scared. Yeah. Which is just as scary. Yeah. Like, he was really edging. He was like, someone do it for me. Yeah. Because even as much as I hate myself, like, I still kind of hope someone will prove it, prove to me that I should hate myself that much by killing me. Right. Or prove me wrong by... I don't know, being steed and coming back. Like, he got fixated on that. Exactly. Like, it was like, he, one was, which was, is like what we all do in society, valuing romantic love over every other type of unconditional love. And so, at the absence of steed, he was like, well, fuck all the other crew. Like, yeah, who like, had become his who, friends, who, who had, idol- like idolized him, who did love him, like did love Izzy him, loves him. Izzy loves him to death. That was so sad. All the other people on that boat had grown to love him. Yes. They were his friends. Right. And then he was testing them. They're like, he was like, nobody loves me, especially y'all, because you're gonna kill me. Because if I go insane to the my brink, you will, you kill will me. stop loving me. Yeah, and it's like so, like do it. It, that's Basically. so stubborn. Like that's he. That's so stubborn. Of a he was like he was like I have to prove to you all I'm worth nothing, which is like such a hard place to pluck yourself out of. Like that's so that is so sad, and that's I think that's why I was moaning a lot. I would earlier, <laughs> and because I because he hurts my goddamn soul. I know it was it was kind of refreshing to see him in that limbo on the beach because he was acting yeah. like himself again. Yeah. He had nothing to lose. He was right. like, well, what the fuck's going on? Like, and he was acting like himself that like the true Ed and not like the depressed, like suicidal mm-hmm. heartbroken Ed. Cause mm-hmm. he, he's, and he still was, he just wasn't acting like no, insane. And he, he was, was like his subconscious. It, so it was refreshing to see him do that. And also I want to talk about, I've, I've seen a lot of people It's a little bit of a different topic, but I've seen a lot of people, talking about the juxtapositions between Steed and Ed's fantasies. Mm -hmm. Because the first episode starts with Steed's fantasy, and the last episode that we saw ends with Ed's Mm. of them. And so Steed's is like, Mm. he, in his fantasy, he's hyper-masculine, like, he's a pot, he's like, he's like a swashbuckling pirate, like everything he thinks Edward wants in him. Mm -hmm. Like, he's like, I'm not, enough of a badass pirate for him. He has a full beard. He's killing Izzy. He's like coming to his rescue. Dark eyebrows. And then in Ed's fantasy, um, Steed is like a beautiful merman. Mm -hmm. And he's like (laughs) ethereal and like dainty and soft Mm. and um, delicate. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like the precious, like Like, cloths that Steed has. And And, and, and to Ed, he's like, Steed is like, he's not soft or delicate or fancy enough for him. And mm-hmm. so in both of their fantasies, they're like kind of playing to their insecurities about what the, uh, what they think the other needs about them. Yeah. But like the that other one but, just plain out needs them. Yes. Like it's Ed, just straight. The reason that Ed loves them. Steed is because he's that soft, not because yeah. he's a swashbuckling pirate. And the reason that Steed loves Ed is not because he's not soft enough. It's because he's like a badass pirate. Like mm-hmm. they love, they Each think other, that they need to be more like the other. Are. And it's cute because they want to be more like yes. the other, but it's like, they love you guys love each other because, because of, your of who you are exactly like, like straight up because of who you are you fill in the gaps like you're compatible like like oh i can't even talk about this on. for much longer I, no this is actually really i feel sick it's crushing I my soul sick because <sighs> and also all the other couple lucius and black pete's reunion no 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 okay Lu- no, 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 like, no 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 when no. they saw lucius guys Y'all, when they saw Lucius, me, Amber, Esty, and Kelsey all screamed shrieked. at the top of our lungs. It was a I started shriek. jumping up and down and waving my arms I and screaming. literally fell flat on my face on the couch. I shrieked and then just laid flat down. Like, I th- and I said this to Amanda. I said, I think... I don't I don't think I realized how upset, how upset, how held up in my heart I was that Ed that because that was the beginning. That was like the beginning of him going back to Blackbeard. Like literally the beginning. He pushed him off the pit, the ship. And I was like, whoa. Whoa! Sorry. Whoa. Literal. And so I think when he when he was when he came back, when Lucius appeared again, it was like, if Lucius is back, I'm sorry. If Lucius is back, the table. there is still hope because I right. really that kind that really like broke me. I, I was, was like, like, no, there's no way he can't dead. come back. He's like from one this. of the funniest people on the on the show. Like mm-hmm. exactly, uh, and and also casting wise and outside of the show wise, I was like, there's no way he's dead because right because he's one of the staple pieces. Like 
there's no way he's dead. This is the last episode. There's no way he's dead. He's going to come back. And so he did. And so I shrieked. I, it was like, so, and when they got back to, and, and, and Lucius was like, he, but Black Pete was like, do you have a beard? And Lucius was like, do you hate it? And he's like, no, I love it. Oh I my love it all. They're, the whole show is the queerest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And, okay, I'm going to start to rant a little bit. Okay. So I'm going to explain something to you and the listeners, and mm. that is that there has been an archive of our own shipping bracket going on with the, like, top whatever amount of ships on archive of our own, and they've been going through round one, two, I think we're on three right now, and it's been, like, war. Okay. It's been like straight up war. There was the what is shipping bracket like the best ship? Yeah, like they're trying to find the best ship, and they're pulling from the one the 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 ships that have the most amount of fan, fix on archive of our own. Okay, so I was like, what's the criteria? Because it's really about your opinion. The criteria, yeah, the criteria is just based on numbers, and then and then people vote. So, for example, Ed and Steed mm. were up against Stucky. Which I don't like calling them Stucky. That I'm might sorry, be an Steve unpopular Bucky? opinion. Steve and Bucky. Yeah, I don't like calling them Stucky because I think I don't like that word. I don't know. I just I don't, don't like, like it either. It doesn't roll um, off the tongue. So Ed and Steed were up against Steve and Bucky, and Ed and Steed won. But it was like this thing where it was like a very, very, very close battle, and Steve and Bucky were winning. But then all the R flag means death. People got their fan like got fans from Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr to vote on the thing. And so people were like, I'm calling fraud. I'm calling fraud. The Stephen Bucky fans were livid. They were they were they were calling fraud and they were like, fuck, fuck Ed and Steed. Stephen Bucky is fandom history. You're insulting fandom history and your forebearers. And Ed and Steed are stupid. That show is stupid. Like you you need you you guys have you have your ship is canon, so you're weaker than us. You're inherently weaker oh. than us because your ship is canon. We've had to go through the trenches. Okay, and it's giving very Don't much be making it a trauma war now because really, we can really we could really win with that one. It's really giving like when back when I was a boy, they beat yeah. us up. Yeah, so you are invalid as a queer person, as a black person, as anybody who's been marginalized because I suffered more than you. Mm-hmm. So that that conversation is that, yeah. and then it's like. Fandom history, right? I'm sorry, that was ten years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, fandom history is being created As every single go. day. Yeah, like classics are classics. I'm gonna read out the most insane. I'm gonna read out some uh, some insane things to you because I want your reactions to these. Okay. So this was the original ask. The the R flag means deaths fans have asked Reddit and Twitter to join in. This isn't fair anymore. And then the mods of the shit bracket on Tumblr said, this has never been fair. Voter fraud has literally always been allowed. If you don't like it, fraud harder. And they said, do we vote for the ship that influenced fandom history more or the ship we actually like more? It's like, what are you even talking about? The the mods go, this poll is a celebration of fandom, fandom history, fandom creativity, and fandom labor. However, you can't do who's influenced more when it's like, when it's like you said, one's been out longer. Yeah. Uh, and it said, however, in the spirit of fandom and chaos, you can vote however you want. And all other people can argue about what metric we should all vote by. And you can, but what are we going to do? Go to their houses and stop them? And you can be unconvinced. But it ultimately, it's a set of buttons up to you which one you click for whichever reason. Somebody said, okay, somebody said, if Stucky loses, I'm going to delete my fucking blog. You people are so fucking dumb. Somebody says, if anything, I feel like a fandom that's barely a year old with canonically queer. Oh, wait, no, this is not. This isn't bitchy. Somebody said this isn't good. Somebody okay. said, if anything, I feel like a fandom that's barely a year old with canonically queer middle aged men, one of whom is indigenous, eking out a win against a juggernaut of Marvel ship is pretty historic. Yeah. I want to say it's also two straight white men in Bucky and Steve versus, <laughs> yes, Taika and Reese are straight as well, but it's like that show is explicitly and canonically queer. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm a huge Bucky Steve fan. Mm hmm. Bucky and Steve was my top ship mm-hmm. before I started reading Aziraphale and Crowley and Our Flag Means Death. Mm-hmm. And there's similar things going on with the t- it was 10 rows versus Aziraphale and Crowley. David Tennant's in both. Mm-hmm. I ship both hardcore and the 10 row shippers were like like it ew like everybody who voted for Aziraphale and Crowley must be new users. And I'm like, are you like dumb? Yeah. Are you like stupid? Like if anything, the fact that 
people in the Our Flag Means Death and Good Omens fandoms can still be passionate about brand new things just as much as we were 10 years ago mm. means that we are like evolving in our fandom and we're, we're not acting insane like we did when we were teenagers and that we need to move on from the 2010s. Yeah. It is not Super Hulock anymore. It, Super Hulock does not dominate Tumblr. You can't, no. We have changed as a people. No, no. Like, with everybody has to get a, get around to understanding that fandom grows. Like, you can still love everything that you grew up with, but you can't really necessarily just be mad at everything new. No. that I mean, you can, but that's not going to be fun for you. Also, I feel like most Our Flag Means Death fans are middle-aged people. You might like Our Flag Means Death, those those who are, like, insulting. Like, if you like Stephen Bucky, you might like Our Flag Means Death. Have you I know. watched it? I I'm mean, like... Do you want to still be hurt? It's like you like being hurt. And that's what I was saying. It's like your damn Edward. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, it's easy to get stuck in your in your in your sorrow. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like stop being stubborn about being mad. Like now you're being mad because you want to stay mad. Right. Like really pluck yourself out of there because it's probably not good for your mental. Like it's Tumblr.com. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I thought like Destiel ruled this site because Destiel is a supernatural ship and oh, it lost Dean. it lost to um an X Files, the X Files main ship. It's and supposed to be fun, guys. It's supposed to be fun, like, and that's why I'm like, I love the the mods of this bracket because they're like, literally vote however you want, like, get as many people to vote if you want, like, do what you need to do to organize yourselves, but like, take a break, uh -huh. like, chill out. People are take like, I can't believe Ten Rose lost to Aziraphale and Crowley. This is not fair. Like, new ship shouldn't be allowed to be in this. But I'm like, the sheer amount, uh, the fact that. We're in the most, the top ships of Archive of Our Own, a, a website that's been around for years and years and years. And two brand new ships, Aziraphale and Crowley and Our Flag Means Death, are in that, are even qualified to be in the bracket. Says a lot about how insane the fandom is. Because mm -hmm. for a lot of people, it re-sparked fandom. For me, like, those two shows re-sparked my cuckoo bananas. Right. And it, they did so for a lot of things. So that's not something that you can just, like, invalidate yeah. yeah like i was hurt for yeah. steve and bucky yeah i'm sorry i was in pain i was in pain yeah i was in pain don't get it twisted don't get it twisted because yeah 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 maybe you're still maybe maybe they are still held up over steve and bucky but you got steve and bucky on your belt and now you got these two on like on top of it so like don't make this about who who who's going through it the most i'm sorry i'm gonna say something that might be also controversial because i don't want to stir up stir up controversy but go on the best fix I've read in my life have been from Good Omens and Our Flag Means Death. And I tried to go back and read more Stephen Bucky fix, mm -hmm. and they're just not as good. Mm -hmm. And that's a generalization that I'm doing because I'm so mad. Mm -hmm. Because I, listen to me this, I did like stay up all night reading Stephen Bucky fanfiction and 10, and I still read 10 and Rose. I would have been happy if 10 and Rose or Aziraphale and Crowley won. I'm just saying like, you don't need to be a bitch about it. Yeah, You don't need to be an absolute fucking bitch saying that i don't they're like those fans are so annoying and i'm like all fans are so annoying yeah there's annoying fans, fans in every fandom mm -hmm. it's not the whole fandom there's always one fandom that's like that really does think that they're superior over and i, I, I there's some directioners like that like the harmonizers were kind of crazy yeah every there's there's like, fans like there this. are fan there's like there is always gonna be a pocket in the fandom where it's like mm-hmm these people think that we're actually in a war. Yeah. And that it's that serious. And it's like, I mean, it just kind of goes back to the parasocial relationship episode we had where it's like me saying my preference does not mean your preference is wrong. Mm -hmm. And please don't tell me my preference is because right. now you're just going to piss a bitch off. Like, no one is coming after you. Don't come after me. That's why when we're talking about like Team Edward versus Team Jacob, I can't actually like get passionate about it Neither because I don't it's not real mm -hmm. one it's fun to like ar fake argue but even when we're even fake arguing I'm like both of those ships are ridiculous and I don't <sighs> think one is inherently right yeah. over the other because it's all subjective I wouldn't, who you ship I wouldn't put, is your opinion I wouldn't put I wouldn't like judge someone's character like no! on genuinely who they sh who if they're team Edward and team Colin and team Jacob I mean if it's if we're at a theme night, 
I I fucking love it. Like yeah, like that was like a go. sport. Like, it, it's, it's like it's, a funny. It's but like it's more sports but than war. There are some conversations where you can get in where people are like, you don't get human life. No, because you think that you don't you inherently don't understand. You empathy. think that Edward and Bella actually should have ended up together. And it's like, and obviously there's like extremes it's a book. where it's like. Obviously, there's things that are like immoral in the real world, mm-hmm. and we can get into that on yeah. like if we're talking about fan. Everything's fiction. a tightrope. We'll talk about fan fiction in a different episode because I feel like we need to really like mentally think through it when we talk about stuff when people are like shipping real people mm. together, mm. like Larry, mm-hmm. and or like shipping things that are like morally wrong, mm-hmm. like incest. <laughs> We'll talk about it on a different what episode. What are you talking about? I that what do you mean? Who? Incest. Were you thinking of anyone? The Winchester brothers from oh, Supernatural. And can pe- I say and pe- people also sh- people also ship Thor and Loki like They're not related by people hear you. Pe- people ship incest. Okay. I, I get the, it. the ship is literally called Wincest. It's literally called Wincest. <laughs> and I didn't know that. Just disclaimer, ni- neither of us have seen Supernatural. Yes. But I saw it. I was there. I okay? never understood what was going on. I do remember what Dean and Sam are brothers. Is that their names? I think so. Okay. Mm. It's loosely based off of Good Omens. There's even a character named Crowley in it. The book. Okay. Good Omens. Right. It's all fucked up. Okay. But this is what I mean. It's like, obviously, there with celebrity, too. When we said, like, we're not going to stop supporting someone because of some celebrity gossip. However, there's extreme cases. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, if they do something illegal or abuse. Right. But... We're talking about fan fiction. It's it's not real. Come on now. This post says, I know a certain level of projection on f- fictional characters and situations is inevitable and even healthy. But sometimes you got to step back into the real world mm-hmm. to remind yourself that character X is not your shitty parent, abusive ex, asshole boss, bully from high school. And or that even the people, exactly yourself. And that the people who like character X are not personally vic- victimizing you. And then someone reblogged it and said... This also operates vice versa. Character X is not literally you. Mm-hmm. And people who dislike character X are not personally victimizing you. Right. Like, you need to get it together. Right. Like You all need to get it together. It, it, it's, it's, you, can't, you have to compartmentalize your obsessions because if not, it will get blurry. I just take issue with people's, with people's impulses being like, new thing, bad, old thing, better. Yeah. Because, of it, because it's old. Like, yeah. you're literally sounding like a conservative. Yes. Like you need to, you need to respect your elders and respect fandom history. If you want to respect fandom history, respect Kirk and Spock, which right. I do. Yeah. Also, I mean, the same thing kind of goes with outside of fandom, like with human beings. Like when there is a horrible public figure out there terrorizing America and such. Right. As I, they do. As they do. Many of them. I don't really like to take jabs at their physical appearance Mm-mm. because or something that is just natural to like how they are like their voice their physical appearance anything because there might be a very nice person who might have that mannerism look a little bit like that and you're insulting their physical appearance too right. like it's just like be careful like mm-hmm. i think you guys kind of know what i'm talking about i'm talking about a specific person i would never defend this idiot but i never like these impressions Mm. Where they're making fun of like how they are because I've met some old white men who act or not act like that but talk like this mm-hmm. kind of resemble this and they're like really nice they yeah. they aren't trying to take away my rights and shit yeah I'm not gonna insult him it's also like physically where, where does the line draw between that's weird mm-hmm. and cringe to you're insulting neurodivergent people right like which a lot of Good Omens and Our Flag Means Death fans are neurodivergent and do stuff that people would describe as cringe. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think that people describe the show as cringe because there are, like, explicitly queer things in it, explicit tropes from fan fiction in it, like those two uh, fantasies that I just described that Steed and Ed had. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, Steed and a merman, like, being a merman (sighs) is literally a fan fiction trope, and people think it's cringe. And, And I'm getting away from the point, but, like, insulting fans of this stuff because it's like we're so outwardly weird and mm-hmm. queer and like not ashamed to be neurodivergent and, and talking about it in mixed spaces I think mm-hmm. is like the exact reason that everybody's been driven to be to hide on Tumblr. You want us to hide on Tumblr for the rest of life? Mm-mm. 
I don't. No. I'm doing this shit. Like, we want to have TV shows made. It's really fun when you see something on the... Like, when when your favorite book is made into a movie, like, it's and they, fun. And they remain true to what you liked about yeah, it. Yeah, if, if there's a show that is, like, doing well and it's basically a fan fiction, that's a win for Tumblr girlies because... Especially if it's good. Yeah, if it's good Our because... Our Flag Means Death is... And, and Good Omens Season 2 are good. Mm-hmm. Our flag means death is good. I was gonna say earlier, like the build up, I watched it as an assignment, and so I was just kind of like watching it, taking in the plots and learn, just like just to consume and just to know what's going on for when we had our watch party, because it was kind of a project. It was it was an assignment for me, um, but yeah, I made her. Me, Kelsey, and SD bullied her. Yes, and and Jason. Jason? <laughs> oh, and Jason! Shout man, out, man my, Jason. shout out my Jason. We both have. Jasons. We both have Jasons from college. Um, both beautiful. Yeah, they both are. They like, both have honestly, I get lost in both their eyes. I feel like we've talked about both Jason's eyes on this podcast. I'm sorry, it, Jason's. If you're listening to this, we get lost in your eyes. We get every lost day. in your eyes. <laughs> um, um, because it was an assignment, I was just kind of like watching. I was paying attention. Obviously, I was. I was like, oh, that was cute. Oh, that was cute. Oh, that was really. That was really monumental and gay. Right, you've never seen anything like, like never. It before. Re- yeah, I was like, oh, what the fuck? That just kind of naturally happened, and then. And then when the devastation happened at the last twelve minutes, like it really, like I said to Amanda, if if, if the ending of season one and like ended any other way, I would not have felt as I, it wouldn't. I wouldn't have felt the urgency to watch season two right. the very next day because I really was watching it and kind of like, okay, I kind of know what's going to happen. I see why Amanda and Kelsey really like the show. Like, okay, okay, okay. And then the ending happened, and I said, now hold a minute, because I thought we were going to end this kind of nice um things were going kind of nice i just really like forgot how finales really flip the script i wasn't really paying attention it snuck mm. up on me and so i was just like now i'm devastated and unfulfilled and i'm jealous that you could watch it literally the next day i know i can't believe i had i in the span of season one to two i rewatched the first season like thir- like over 30 times probably and have read countless amount of fan fictions. I don't know um, what I would have done if I had to go a whole year just like knowing that. I had to read. This is what I mean. I had to read Fix It Fix. It was the only thing that I could do was to read. Do you know what a Fix It Fix is? You said it once before. And you don't know. Fix It Fix. Fix It Fix. What are you saying? I'm saying Fix It and then F-I-C-S. Like Fix, fix It. Like fix fi- It. Fix It Fix. Fix It is F-I-X dash I-T. Yeah. Space. Fix. F-I-C. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Fix it fix. Yeah. They're, the, they're a type of fan fiction that is like, will fix the ending. That's beautiful. Like, for you. So if it's a heartbreaking ending, it'll it'll be like, yeah, that happened, and then this happened immediately, so that you can be like, okay, so they had a happy ending, so that I cannot be in pain for a year and a half. Fangirls are so That's down That's the bad. only way that I could cope. Yeah. Like and it and, and it and it did it heal is. it healed me from Good Omen season 2 It's like and medication. it did heal me for for our flag being said it held me off like it literally did and that's like the fangirl creativity mm-hmm. like like fandom um labor. Yeah. Literal labor like writing for free, fan art for free. People do pod fic for free, like mm-hmm. podcast fan fiction, like for free and they mm-hmm. do it in their own time. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. We're going to talk... We're there's there's a whole more there's a whole month left of our flag means death so we're gonna talk about it later we're gonna have we're gonna have because noodles I'm, at the next showing I'm, um because the noodles oh, on the, the ship noodles. that oh. had Steve Steve and his crew can we talk so good. can we talk about the like queer woman wins yeah like, queer femme and like W L W like non binary wins oh, of right, this season yes. because Jim looks hot as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim, Jim and Aluanda's reunion. Aluanda is so cute. wait. I'm so upset because even like I couldn't fully uh, like appreciate the uh, uh, the hotness, the attractiveness of the first opening scene where we saw the revenge because it was hot. Yeah, all the of them. music was hot. Like the music, the the terrorizing. Unfortunately, the way they all looked, they it was hot. But the I was eyeliner. too the eyeliner. Even, <laughs> Guys, they're all Blackbeard's short, ba- Blackbeard's short beard, and oh my like God. his his, his, his like his, little ringlets. His, yeah, his ringlets and like Hoopy. what when he would put. I just like it was it was it was it was attractive, but I was so devastated and like stressed and like I was like I don't give a I don't give a fuck what you guys look like. You're stressing me out. Yeah, and I need I need somebody to get some fucking sense. I want to say this last thing. Last night I said I feel like I've been punched in the chest, and then while I was recovering, I've been punched in the gut. That's how it felt to watch the first three episodes. And they're all hot. How about the whole ensemble is hot for different reasons? And yeah. also the fact that that's, like, queer, too. Because everybody's hot for, di- like, nobody on that show, I feel like, is, like, what, like, an American show would be, like, typically hot. Like, like hot, let's get them on Good white Morning America. and blonde. Yeah. Except Steed, who is, like, the one who is the outcast in, within the Pirates. It's, like... They all look. They all are kind of weird looking. They have, they're different body shapes. They're different races, different sexualities, different genders, like g- different gender expressions. They, but they're all ho- like I think that they're all like so hot. Mm. This whole ensemble, and they all have so much chemistry, and they're all funny. And I think that that's just so great. And I don't mm. understand people that would be like, "Fuck this show" because the fans are weird. Like I feel like that's just like you being like, "Okay, nerd." Like you're 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 fans, but you're too weird. The fans are weird. If you call yourself a fa- a huge fan of anything, you really cannot be throwing the word weird around. No, it is weird to be a fan. That's like the whole point. Like I feel like it's 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 mimicking what people within the LGBTQ community do to each other. Yeah, like when gay people want to be disassociated from trans people, mm-hmm. and it's like. For what? For what? You know, straight people don't like you either. Yeah. Like yes, and also racially, and like racially, colorism. It's like yes. what? 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 You two skins lighter. You two shades lighter. That video that you, I think you, they said, still don't like you. You kind of tan. You I'm know? pretty sure you sent me the video of those dumbass British girls who were like the black, the this black American guy was oh, yeah. interviewing them, mm. and they and he was like, <laughs> he was shocked. He was like, who? What did he ask? I can't remember. He was like, who do you think? contributed to culture more like black Americans or like black British people and it's like that is such a like big question to Mm. do but these British people like all British and he was like okay name like I don't even remember what he was saying and then and then he was like are you guys black and you're like yeah but we're light skin yeah yeah, light skin yeah and he's like he like looked he did his side eye to the camera and it was like wait we're light skin and we're prettier and it's like I I was just I was like honestly like the Sorry, but the racial dynamics in England scare the fuck out of me. You could be, and I'm American. Listen, Negro. <laughs> I don't care how light skinned you are. I don't care how light skinned you are. You're black. <laughs> they and they don't, don't like, like you. you. You can 
try your best to blend in. But if a bitch is racist, a bitch is racist. Like, it doesn't matter. You're not matter. the same. There's a graphic of like three people on a tree and the person on the end of the branch is cutting off the person at the end of the branch. And it's like gay people cutting trans people off of the branch. But then it's like straight people cutting gay people off the branch. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're still being cut off the branch. Yeah. Like why don't you team up with the trans person to help reinforce that branch? Yeah. So you're not getting cut off. 100%. 100% like, for like, all marginalized and, groups. And, and this is like what's happening within fandom. fandom. It's like, and I, I, the show itself, like our the, our flag means death is complete, is like so diverse, gender wise, sexuality wise, race wise. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but like you're insulting this show, but you love a series about a man who's a white man named Captain America <laughs> who is not canonically in love with his best friend. As much as we want him to be, and as much as I believe that for my own fan, like Fanon, head cannons, and it's it's military propaganda at the end of the day for America. You're 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 defending military propaganda over a, a gay over pirate gays. show it's over some gay pirates. And Captain America: Winter Soldier, we said last time was our Vecna song. Yeah, so no, we lo- we love we that. love Captain America: we're Winter not, Soldier, but. But be real, please, like, please be real. Don't ins- don't insult. Be real, like, don't you want fandom to exist long after we're gone? Like, don't you want to keep fandom the 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 spirit of fandom alive? That's not going to happen if we stay in if the you, 2010s. Well, yeah, if you just continue to be stank over the gayer it gets, and you're literally stuck over Stucky. I'm sorry, but you're stuck. If that's your biggest ship of all time, you're still stuck in the 2010s. And I, I would implore you to step out, it, okay, and watch you, something else, right? And I hear you. And yes, and 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 yeah, like you are stuck. But also, if that is your number one, and you have a bu- like other ones that are like current, that's good. Like you can keep Stucky as your number one. Everybody, nostalgia wins. Yes. Nostalgia always wins. Like that's not like that's not. The, the message like no I'm not saying like oh you're stuck in the past like blah 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 no, I'm just saying you're just like, like you, you, you're stuck with what you what you accept like you can't be out here saying that you're open minded and stuff if like you refuse to look at what the children are bringing or the next generation is bringing I did I'm like if you're if you if you think that because you did all this like battle like holy war against queer ships that were not canon and and that your pain is more valid than like people having legitimate ships that are canon and like real queer content like I'm sorry I know that people don't some people don't think Our Flag Means Death and Good Omens are revolutionary but they are revolutionary like in the same way that like Glee sorry was revolutionary at the time it it, at at the time, and it is. It is well, like yeah, it because it'll has there. always been, like it will always be that. Re- like Glee opened people's minds. Glee made people see themselves on TV. Whether or not the representation was good or bad, we'll talk about that on a Glee episode. Mm-hmm. It was complicated. Yeah, you can say the same. But thing But it's for a Hamilton. cultural stepping stone. Yeah, like things that have happened now would not have happened without them. Mm-hmm. And like these two shows have expanded my own ability to write. Mm. queer characters mm-hmm. and like what can be on screen realistically I just want to p- tell people the dangers of like getting so caught up in projecting on characters and ships mm-hmm. that you cannot tell the difference between like appreciating the art and like the characters and getting lost in them because I know that there's like this thing there was a TikTok that was like if you're name a hobby that you have outside of media consumption and in the video I agree with her because it was like people that are too online like people that don't have they don't actually have friends outside of being online, mm-hmm. which is a big problem for young people these days, but also like don't interact with fandom outside of being online. Like don't go to Comic Cons or don't go to concerts or don't like meet fans in real life. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. But with that, when is it media consumption and when is it like appreciating art? Because like art is a hobby. Yeah. Just because it's not physical doesn't mean it's not a hobby. That's all I wanted to kinda, you know get in the weeds because it's at the end of the day it's like I don't I don't vibe with anything that's like okay nerd like people saying looking down on people because they're nerds no or looking down on people because they're whatever whatever yeah no 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 stank energy it's stank energy it's stank energy at the end of the day yeah it's not a safe space for anyone oh this is what this is also what I wanted to say because in relation to the media consumption thing Somebody posted this 
and was like like kind of pushing back against that idea of like name a media a co- name a hobby outside of media consumption because mm. it's kind of like jocks versus nerds like if you're do if your hobbies are football and basketball and swimming you're cool but if mm. your hobbies are reading books and watching movies and like going to art museums you're a nerd mm. so somebody said consuming media is not an inherently escapist hobby it does not need to be coupled with physically laborious hobbies like sports and crafts, et cetera, in order to keep you in the real world, in quotes. Even if it was, escapism is not an inherently bad thing, and you don't really get to tell someone who, you know, works all day in a job that they hate and that they need that they need to go rowing instead of reading when they get home to stay in the real world. You know, the point of this post is that physical hobbies are not necessary and are not possible for some people. Just because something is good for you does not mean it's good for everyone. In the same way, I do not moralize about people who don't like reading. It's not a big deal. People like different things. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like some people are disabled. They cannot do physical activities and like media consumption as a bracket mm-hmm. of being like you escape too much into media. And mm-hmm. like you got like that. Yeah. that the, I don't like that idea either. Yeah. I think that like there's a healthy balance mm-hmm. of like not crossing the boundaries of like taking everything personally in ships and fandom. But also... You can escape. Yeah. You're allowed to escape. Yeah. We escape. Because you say you say that fandom is escapism all the time. It is. And you can't gatekeep how no. someone escapes. Because this is fandom, but it's also sporty. I don't know if it's sporty. What? Um, Percy Jackson loved to sit at the bottom of the pool at his swim practice, and that was his escapism. Yeah, yeah. it was because he is Poseidon's child. <laughs> but, like, sports are escapism for some. Television is escapism for others. Reading is escapism for others. Painting exactly. is escapism for another. Like, and some people can have several forms of escapism. Everyone should stop trying to gatekeep things. Yeah. Because just, the world is way too complicated. That's why we have, like, those tests that are, like, auditory, are you an auditory listener? I mean, learner or, like, visual. And then you also have the, 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 the what are they called? The intuitive, the ISFJ Oh, tests, personality. Yeah, the personality tests. Whatever the personality <laughs> tests, like there's, there's a million of them. There are um, about eight billion people on this world. We don't know how many variations of that type of person of the type of person you could be. So, quick gatekeeping is gonna make your head explode. I know. I honestly, I think that the shipping brackets are fun. I think our five means death is fun. I think everything that we love, as long as you're like, remember, you're supposed to be having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this episode was a little all was this episode focused? I think it was just our flag means death. I mean, and, then and we, media. We used our flag means death as an example for, for media, like because media consumption. everyone's upset. Don't be upset. Don't be upset. Like, <laughs> and with that, <laughs> um, I just want to shout. I just want to rem- remind everyone that um, we do have a Tumblr now. It's fangirl centraltumblrcom That is where I will be screaming because I know sometimes I overload the story on Instagram with my musings and now they will be shifted mostly to Tumblr because that's where it all is happening. Um, We also have a Patreon where you can subscribe for additional content, stuff that we don't want to say publicly. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe we'll do like lives. I was just about to say... I want to start doing live streams. So if you guys have something that you would like to see us like visually doing like a board game, I want to play Mall Madness, but also like just fandom games. If you guys want to submit FMK options oh, yeah. because we're really bad at p- coming up with them on the st- spot. Should we do one right now? Um, okay. <laughs> we're really bad at coming up with them on st- spot. Any other like random questions? Any yeah. other topics you guys think of? Yeah. Holler at us. They might not be p- become podcast topics, but we could definitely use them in like a live stream or something. Yeah, we're we're vote we're, if you would watch a live stream. We're just trying to expand, expand, and like use this space for what y'all want to see. So mm-hmm. just always tell. We always take feedback. Like yes. we have a spreadsheet of topics now. Like we're trying to brainstorm ways to get into your cities. Yeah, like, having meetups. Like we just because we want to bring the community to the people. Yes. So yes, we um, want you guys in the studio with us, but that can't happen. So we're just we just want to we just want to do some virtual sleepovers. So let us know what you thought of this episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did we wrap up? Uh, well, that's this episode. I guess that's this episode. Um, go watch our flag means death at your own caution. Uh huh. Um, and I would say also watch Good Omens. You know, as always. As always. Keep, keep it chaotic. chaotic. Ah! Yeah. Hey. Hey. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.